welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Hi everybody, welcome back. I hope you really met with God in that time of worship. Uh, well done everybody that brought it together. It's uh, It might be lockdown worship, but actually it brings us freedom, doesn't it? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so, I want to talk to you today about the seven secrets of happiness. I think we could do with some uh, happiness going on, don't you, right now, with everything that's been uh, going on in the world? So I've got seven secrets of happiness for you. I suppose the question at the beginning has got to be, does God want us to be happy? Well, in Psalm 37, it says, and it tells us, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So let's start with, yes, God wants us to be happy. But I want to give you seven secrets that can enable you to have a much happier lifestyle or much just happier life. These are seven things that come straight from scripture to keep us healthy. Okay, now let's go over to this. And you can see seven secrets of happiness. The first one that's got to be on the lift, there's going to be seven things. Actually, that's seven. Seven things to choose. <laughs> okay. Seven things to choose to uh, walk in God's plan for you, which is happiness. So the first one is choose to believe. Now, we've, we, we know a lot of this, don't we? It's, um, it's, it's, if we, I'll tell you what, let's just think of Ephesians 1 and let's just choose to remember that we too have been chosen. You know, there are times when we definitely do not feel chosen. There are times when we definitely do not feel like there's a God there that specifically handpicked us. But the truth remains, it's quite plain, we have been chosen. Chosen so strongly, so powerfully, that God himself was prepared to come, Jesus, walk on this planet, not only walk on this planet, but actually be with people, but not actually only be with people, but allow himself to be crucified by the very people he created because he'd handpicked every one of you. Every one of you watching right now has been chosen. You have been included. All these things are in Ephesians 1. If you want to go and, and read it, you have been included, it says in Ephesians 1. You know, I, I wasn't very athletic when I was at school. You may think I'm not very athletic now, but that's another matter which we will not go into. But I can't go to the gym, you know. I would have been in the London Marathon, but, you know. But um, when I was at school, I was, I was uh, because I um, had heart issues, I've had open heart surgery. Um, when I was a teenager, but um, and what it meant was I I was I, I I couldn't run very fast or do anything very fast because I would just get out of breath. So I was always one of the ones that was left towards the end because those were the days. This was the 1970s, the dark ages. Um, this was when you were picked for teams by two two athletic kids at the front getting to choose, you know, and they would say, "Oh, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have, I'll have." And somebody would eventually have to say, I'll have Abel. Um, so I always did not feel very included. And sometimes what life's thrown at us, we can feel like we're not included. You know, we're, we're different in some way 
Actually, everybody's different in some way because God makes every single person unique. And you can feel like you're not included. Well, just choose to believe that Scripture is over our feelings, is over even what we can see around us. In fact, Scripture, when you take hold of it, changes around us. That faith in God is why it tells us to walk by faith, not by sight. And the same uh, passage of Scripture there in Ephesians 1 then says, with all these things chosen, handpicked, included, we are marked with a seal that is the promised Holy Spirit. There is a seal upon you that says belongs to God. So in this short series of choosing, choose to believe you're marked. This guarantees your inheritance. Guarantees your inheritance. And first, one of the ones of the secret, seven secrets of happiness is just choose to believe. Choose to believe what God says about you. It's amazing what a difference it can make. So what else have we got? Choose to notice. Choose to notice what? This is actually just one that really talks about us being um, thankful, having a cultivate an attitude of gratitude. You know, um, it is, but it can be more than that. If you, if you want to use this in the sense of, of making you happy, what we have to do is make a record, keep a track, write down all the good things that God does you see in your life. You know, we have good food. We, we know great people in this church. Look at the people that came together to worship in a way we've never done it before with music being recorded in different homes and all coming together. Um, I'm thankful right now. I don't know about you for the internet. You know, praise God for that in this time. It would be so much more lonely, wouldn't it, without it? So much more disconnected. I'm thankful for Scarborough. I know you can get so used to the place you live, you, you don't become thankful for it. But, you know, there's an awful, awful, awful lot worse places to live in this world than this beautiful town, wherever you live in this town. You know, whether you are on the seafront or in the town, you're never far from the seafront. You're never far from the moors. You're never far from the wolds. It's just a very beautiful place to live and actually full of loads of good people. A lot of people will pick out the bad things, but be thankful for the good things. These are things that make us happy. We choose to notice the good that God has done. So what else have we got on this list? Let's have a look. Number three, choose to change. Okay, well, what's that one about then? Choose to change. So we've got choose to believe, choose to notice, choose to change. Well, the thing is, we choose to change. I'm sorry to tell you, but you are not going to change God. A lot of people get quite upset about this. They quite like to change some of the things God says, some of the decisions that God has made. Uh, they don't quite fit in with some modern beliefs, and they'd like to change it. But you will never change God. I am the Lord God. I do not change, he says. He's always doing a new thing because there's always new revelation to us. But God himself, his word, does not change. And if you try and change God, as surprisingly many of us do at times, I'm definitely including myself in this. You know, maybe if I just wait a little bit longer, God won't keep bothering me about that thing. 
You know, maybe if I just wait a little bit longer, the way I have to do that really will change. Maybe God will change. Listen, if you want God to change, you just end up thoroughly miserable. He's not going to change. But what we can do is change ourselves. In fact, the gospel is all about change. The very first measure of becoming a Christian is the Greek word metanoia, which means to change your mind. You change your mind about who God is. You change your mind about who's in charge of your life. You put Jesus in charge and you follow him. So choose to change. John 14, 21 says, Whoever has my commands and keeps them, he is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. You want to be happy? Yes, we all do. Choose to change. Let God do the work in you that he's promised he will do. Because he wants us to live in the full freedom of what Jesus died for. Why would God not want us to be free? That's why, that's why God died. Jesus literally dying on the cross and rising to new life, going through all that pain, going through all that experience. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. He doesn't want us to be bound by all the things that come against us. And actually, yeah, he wants us to be happy. How do we be happy? We have this God focus. Take delight in the Lord, it said. In that first verse. Okay, we're going through these pretty quickly. That's good. Let's look at number four. Number four is choose connection. Okay, what's this one about? In fact, it probably should be, but it didn't fit there on my screen. Uh, choose to value connection. We all have some sort of connection, but this is choosing connection um, over things like the, the need to be right, you know? You'd be surprised how many people fall out with God because they think they're right. It's a surprising number of people walk away from God because they think they are right and God is wrong. When you're in disagreement with God, it's a bit of a frustrating thing if we're honest sometimes because we know he's always right, you know, and it'd be just sometimes I think it'd be nice to be right sometimes. But it wouldn't, because who would want Paul Abel to be the one right and God wrong? But, and, and when we fall out with God in that kind of a way, what we're not doing is protecting the connection. Now, when we do the marriage empowerment course and relationships and things like that, so we always talk about protecting the connection, because the most important thing you can have in a marriage, this is also true of friendship within the body of Christ, is connection. And I think and I pray that this time of self-isolation and isolation in our homes will bring to us so much more the value of connection. Because actually, if we choose connection and choose to value connection over being right, over being upset, over being offended. I mean, sometimes people offend us and we're in the right, but it's even this, I'm going to choose to forgive the other because I value the connection. This is about your connection with God. You can't have a connection with God if you don't have connection with the family of God. It's, it, 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 it's just impossible that the church is the body of Christ. And the church that God has placed you in as a, as a local believer is where you work out 
what it is to be a Christian. And why we disconnect is because usually there's something going on in us that's not right. No, we need to choose to value connection. It's essential happiness, connection with people and with God. Why God hates unforgiveness so much. Why he loves forgiveness about connection. It's why he hates gossip so much. Because gossip brings disconnection and destroys happiness in people. God is not mean. God is amazing. He does actually want you to be happy. Okay, let's uh, go back to our list and have a look at what number five is. Number five is choose to hang out. (laughs) Well, you can probably see where this is going. There is some relationship to the previous one. But actually, it's also here. We have to make a choice to hang out with God. Being in relationship with God is not an accident, you know. It doesn't doesn't just happen. If you want a relationship with people, you have to choose to hang out with people. And that's important as part of this. Absolutely. But this is about choosing to hang out with God. What a lot of people say is, um, I, I don't know how to hang out with God. Well, fortunately, right here on YouTube in the latest Sure and Certain Hope series, right at the beginning, there is a video you can watch that will help you hang out with God. I mean, there's a lot more than just in that video, but it's a really good guide whether you've walked with God for years or you're just beginning the adventure it's just another tool it's called soap and word um, let's focus on the the word which is the acronym that i used for hanging out with God word the w stands for word you've got to read the bible you've got to get into the word you've got to you can listen to the bible if you're not good at, at reading the resources are all online so much available online. You say, I can't afford that. It's those of it's there just for free. You need to hang out with the word. Okay. And as you hang out with the word, then you go to the O part, which is observe. You want to see what God is saying to you in that truth. You see, unless you take the word and you spend time with that word and you think about the word and you pray about the word, you don't get to eat it. It's no good somebody making you steak and chips, unless you're a vegetarian, veggie steak and chips, um, and, and, and you're just looking at the meal. It, it's, it's not going to feed you. You can't just look at the word. Not just talking about having Bibles on your shelf. This is about you open it up, you read it, and you close the book. You've got to observe, okay, this is a love letter from God because that's basically what the Bible is. What is God saying to me? Okay, so you observe. Uh, Holy Spirit will speak to you. You say, Holy Spirit, what does this mean for me? The R says, right then, what do I do about this? Whenever you read the word, there's application. And if you haven't got an application, you haven't finished really observing what it's got for you. There's always an application. There's numerous applications is what, what is being said this morning. And then finally, if you're hanging out with God, W-O-R-D is the other one. Word. Okay. So you've got W O R D. D. What does the D stand for? Well, it comes for me from uh, Acts 242. It says the apostles, the early disciples, the early church, 
devoted themselves. What did they devote themselves to? Because if we're going to hang out with God, these are the things we've got to devote ourselves to. They devoted themselves to the teaching of the apostles. You're listening to God's word being taught right now. That's an important thing. And that we're plugged in with where God has placed us. If you eat from everywhere all over the time, it's nice to go out for some meals. But if you always eat out in different places, you're not going to get the balanced diet that God needs for you. So you, you, you're devoted to the teaching. You're devoted to fellowship. You're devoted to sharing with others. You know, one of the reasons we have Hub Online at the end of this is just for some of that connection and being together as much as we can right now. We've got great things like the WhatsApp groups, the different Zoom things that happen, house churches. This is a time for us to flourish in connection. Devoted to the breaking of bread. One of the great things about not being at the summit, it's reminding us that the primary place to break bread is in our home. It's where the very first Passover took place. It took place in people's homes. It was in ancient Egypt. It was just before God caused Moses to lead his people out of slavery and into freedom. That's the significance of communion and breaking bread. It reminds us we are set free from slaves to sin to live in the freedom that Christ has given us. Where's the first place we should celebrate? Well, I believe, just like the Israelites, the first most important place is in our homes. That's the household. Even if our household is one person, that's the first place. And finally, and this is the key to hanging out with God, devoted to prayer. They devoted themselves to prayer. We've got to be devoted to God in prayer. So let's choose to hang out with God. Okay, we've got two to go. Um, next one is choose truth in love. Maybe they should have a capital T, actually. Um, choose truth in love. Now, this is, this is another thing from the marriage thing, and I like this. Being brutally honest is not a virtue. It's sometimes sort of touted as a virtue. Well, I'm, ju I'm just going to be honest here. No, you're just being unloving and uncaring. It says speak the truth in love. That means if we're going to be honest, and I hope we are going to be honest, it means bringing it with loving the other person, accepting the other person, being considerate of the other person, being kind of the other person. Brutal truth is not a virtue. You say, well, what's this got to do with God? Let's get there. Let's go to Proverbs 15 verse 1 first. A gentle answer, it says, turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. It's good, isn't it? A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. It goes on in verse 4. When you speak healing words, you offer others fruit from the tree of life. But healthy, but unhealthy negative words do nothing but crush their hope. What's this got to do with hanging out with God? What's this got to do with happiness? Because if we speak brutally, harshly, with angry words, we're not speaking life, but death. We're not speaking only over other people, which is bad enough. But we forget we're also speaking it over ourselves. And so even though you're angry with somebody else, even though you're, you want to have a good moan about somebody else. Actually, 
It's nothing at all for your happiness. There can be a perverse kind of feeling of good, you know, oh, I felt good to do that. You've just eaten rotten food. It felt like there was something going in your stomach. It felt like this could be satisfying. Ultimately, if we speak in anger, if we speak without love, if we speak wrath or, or, or um, harsh words, we're eating rotten food. Who wants to eat rotten food? Okay, let's have a look at the very last one then. Choose wisdom. Well, who wouldn't want to choose wisdom? One of the secrets of happiness is to choose wisdom. You've got to choose to believe, choose to believe what God says. That's wisdom. Choose to notice, choose to notice what God does. Cultivate that attitude of gratitude. Choose to change. That means choose to allow God to change us. Choose to hang out, to hang out with God and with the body of Christ. Choose truth, spoken in love, and choose wisdom. What's this one then? Well, this is actually not looking to God to make you happy. Isn't that the whole point of what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. It's actually the opposite of what I'm talking about. Think of Jesus, because he's always a good example. Did Jesus seek happiness? What about the Apostle Paul? Did he seek happiness? Peter? In fact, you can go through the list of people you, you know they've lived lives being Christians, and you'll find they've never sought happiness. In fact, happy people in general don't seek happiness. Happiness is something that is given when you do something else. What did they seek? What did Jesus seek? Well, he said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. It's the journey. It's the adventure that brings happiness. That's why these choosing things on this list here, that all things to choose to do, none of them says choose to be happy. I'm not sure you can choose to be happy. But happiness will happen when you choose to do this list. Just to go back to the final um well, no, well, the way I started, really, in Psalm 37. Let's just finish with this in this word. Thank you for listening. Psalm 37. I'm going to go back one verse. Verse 3. Verse 4 is what I read. Let's start with verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Enjoy the basic things of life and do good. Trusting in God. Then it says, take delight in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Isn't that beautiful? Commit your way to the Lord, which is really what we're talking about in these seven choosings. Trust in him and he will do this. He will give you the desires of your heart. Of course, because you've chosen to change, some of the desires of your heart will change. And this is the final little bit for everyone, especially in a time of lockdown. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn. That, that's great. Your vindication, your justification like the new day sun. But listen to this last bit. Be still before the Lord 
and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out wicked schemes. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. And if the final one is on the, if there was an eighth one, it would be choose not to fret. It's a really interesting word, fret, isn't it? It, it, it means to get really agitated. If there's one thing that steals happiness, which is why it's here, don't do it, it's fretting. I was thinking about a word that sounds the same because you see it a lot rolling in off the North Sea over the harbour here and onto the beach. It is, is, it's the same word, it's spelt the same, but it's obviously used completely differently. It's the fret, the sea fret that comes rolling in off the sea. It can be a beautiful, sunny, happy day. You can see people enjoying themselves on the beach, well, in normal times. You see people enjoying themselves in the beach, and in comes the fret. And it gets damp, and it gets cold. And when we fret about what others have done, what others are doing, instead of waiting on God and being patient, when we fret, it's like that dampness comes in off the sea. It's the dampness on our spirit and the, and the coldness. We lose our happiness. If there was a final one, we've had seven positive. The eighth one is to just not to fret. Kind of a negative that ends up being really, really positive. Anyway, remember, you can't seek happiness. You've got to seek God and his kingdom. It's the journey that brings happiness. Let's pray, shall we? Father, I thank you for this message today. Thank you that you do want to give us the desires of our heart. I thank you that you tell us to take delight in you. Happiness, the joy of the Lord, is something that is bound up in who you are and what you, how you manifest yourself in the word. So, Father, I pray, as people listening right now, pour your spirit out upon them. May they be able to access these seven choosings, the journey for them, even in this time, because it's not about this time, it's about you. It'll be a time where we can be happy. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen, everybody. Well, it's Sunday morning, and what do we do on Sunday mornings, apart from all the things we're doing? Obviously, we always give opportunity to give as well and giving online it's all here just on another screen down the side here it couldn't be simpler it says if you want to give if you want to sow into the work that this church is doing and maintaining this ministry going through into uh, the adventure of coming out of lockdown uh, please continue faithfully sowing with faith as you give you will receive from god uh, the two real main ways that are effective um, well, you can use others. Um, our bank transfer and Richard Hartnell um, is also very keen on the PayPal.me forward slash KF Yorkshire Place because it, uh, the fees for taking it are, are, are lower and things. So those are really effective ways. But if you go to KingdomFaithYorkshire.com, you'll find on there all the different ways that you can give into the work of Kingdom Faith, and that would be absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jesus. We are a generous people. Okay, let's um, just go to something slightly different right now. Let's um, go and just remind you 
of a few things that are happening. Don't forget over on our YouTube channel, we've got Dave's thoughts with Dave's insight on what's happening. Sure and certain hope from myself, the new series of Bible readings and thoughts each day. Uh, we have the Bible studies with Richard and Joyce. They've been studying Covenant. A new series from Gemma, think, talking about parenting, thinking about parenting in these COVID-19 times that we're in. And Little Builders over on Facebook, the parents page, has lots of resources for children and families. So let's stay connected. Hiya. So that's just a few things that are happening. I'm sorry um, if you were looking for the information that comes up at the, the beginning. The live stream was not happening until about two minutes before 11 today. It was a little bit hectic here on my own in my study with lots of my helpers texting in on WhatsApp at the same time. But praise God, we've had a good morning. We got there. Now, something coming up, two things coming up before we finish. Uh, one is to remind you that Hub Online is happening. And John, uh, who looks after the stream while this is going out on in, in his home. So that's another home. That's seven homes. But then there's all your homes. So really, there's goodness knows how many homes uh, being involved. 70 is the number of views up there right now. So um, it's going right out into your homes. And straight after, well, not straight after, give me a few moments. We'll all grab cups of coffee. Don't forget, we go to Hub Online, which just gives a chance for everybody to talk to everybody else. Uh, we all cut, if you haven't done it yet, uh, Zoom is available to download for free, or you can just go to the website. It doesn't cost you anything. You can do it from a phone, tablet, uh, um, your, your desktop, your laptop, and you can become. You, you, you can become part of that using the details that John will be putting here on YouTube and will also be over on Facebook. Um, actually, why I'm saying about this as well, don't forget that the Ignite video and the J247 video will be there specifically for you guys as well. Uh, that's up there on YouTube. You can watch straight after our live stream or you can take part in the Zoom online as well. That's also a really great idea. That lasts for, for a while and we just talk. We break up into what's called breakout rooms where there's about four screens in one room. So that means everybody can get a chance to talk because if we're all in one big room, it gets a little bit difficult. I have got one other thing to um, show to you before we go, though, because you know how we've been doing guest speakers online and doing a YouTube premiere on, on Sunday afternoons. We've had Pastor Clive. We've had Pastor Paul Manwaring. Well, today I'm delighted to tell you We've actually got Pastor Judith Butler coming to speak to us at half past three this afternoon. Uh, let's just play uh, a little excerpt from what she's saying today. Hi, Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Absolute joy to be ministering God's word to you today. Thanks to your pastor, Paul, for asking me to come uh, in this way to you, into your homes and into your hearts, I trust, through the word of God and bring a message from the Lord. So it's a privilege for me. Uh, I think of you up there and I think of that beautiful beach, that wonderful setting and uh, kind of wish I was there. But uh, God's word, we're going to speak from uh, this morning. If you look, you look in your Bible uh, to Jeremiah 38, we're going to speak uh, about God's uh, wonderful ways of saving us and the wonderful ways he saves us through other people and how he wants to use us as well to rescue those of us who need help when we need it. 
And Jeremiah, he was a prophet, you'd know that, called at a very young age, had a real... Hi, so I hope you were just about getting interested in that, thinking, oh, 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 I want, I want, to, I want to listen to that. Uh, well, you can, but it will be here with us uh, later this afternoon, half past three, right here on Light to North. If you like what's happening here on Light to North, don't forget there are plenty of other videos here. I mentioned um, earlier the one about Word or Soap. Uh, that's a really good one to help you hang out with God. But there's all kinds of resources uh, from Richard and Joyce. The Bible studies on Covenant have been fabulous, haven't they? Yep, I can hear you saying yes. Uh, there's been Dave's thoughts. There's all sorts of things there for you to check out. And uh, don't forget about the online prayer rooms that are also being run. Hub um, Prayer room online. You can find out details. I think there's a slide coming up about that. Certainly put one in. You can check that out as well. But uh, Thanks for listening today, everybody, and uh, hope to see you again very soon, very soon, perhaps in Hub Online. But otherwise, see you, and uh, I'll play the post stream now so you can carry on chatting for a while in the chat afterwards. Again, apologies for that not happening beforehand. We had a few, or I, I had a few technical issues, it even included books falling off the shelf. Um, had a few technical issues in getting that uh, stream out to you, but it's truly been great to be with you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.